Jesse J, who's working on our masterpiece. So am I, and boy, I finished. Steve! <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Uh, well, masterly in many ways. And, and, and in fact, we have the master. There's, there's oh, this. Oh, here we go. Three, <laughs> two, one. <laughs> there's this strange black hole at the heart of governments. And I can actually tell you the address of it. It's called Tamar. And there's a sign across the door. It says Chief Executive, or Office of the Chief Executive. In the middle of that strange building, uh, which I have to admit, I, I'm not in on a daily basis, um, everything that comes out of this black hole. It's just bizarre. I mean, even when, even when there is the smallest possibility that what comes out of that makes sense or indeed is reasonable, people say, but I don't understand it. Why don't we know more about this? So when you get this week, exactly, when you get this week, the sacking of two, um, what, what are no, the systems called? They, ministers? Were, they weren't. No, absolutely not. Oh, no, they weren't sacked. Nope. They were removed. Nope. Sorry, I keep getting... Nope. No, well, in, in, in the Chinese language website, it said they were removed. I know, I know, I know. They know, changed it on the English language website. Um, but anyway, all right. Retrenched. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I take that back. When we get the removal of two principal officials, who, are, as I was saying, in other systems are called ministers, without any reason given, without anybody being consulted, apparently Exco wasn't consulted. Exco. These are the people that CY himself appointed. You know, the sort of yes, Mr. Learn people who sit around the table saying yes, Mr. Learn. Even they weren't told. It turns out that in the departments affected, yeah. where new deputies were appointed to existing um, permanent officials, they weren't told. Nobody was told about this. Well, they should know. They should. They should have known. Alright, it's their failing. Sorry, I've got that all wrong again. So then we get to the reasons for them going... Did you hear that silence then? Yeah. I mean, normally what happens is, you know, they, they have family reasons. Press conference with have, all of them standing in yeah, a row. And, and they, they go, you know, I stubbed my toenail on Thursday and therefore I, I, I had to go to the hospital and therefore I need a new job. I mean, even when C.H. Tung, of course he wasn't, he was, was he removed, replaced or resigned? I no, can't remember. He, he, anyway, he went. That's a, and, you know, he suddenly had health problems. Which <laughs> as he's, chief executives go, he went. <laughs> he went. As, but, you know, he's managed to recover from those health problems. Thank goodness for that. Yeah, he's become Phew. like the Yoda of, yes, of local politics. He's, he's, he's there everywhere. So now we have, we have this going on in the black box that CY is unhappy with some of the people around the table. We have an allegation that he intervened on behalf of a former client of his because in case anybody's forgotten in his past life he was a property guy but he was at the sort of you know the fix it end of the property business eight, so eight. he was he was a, a consultant he was a consultant in it you know what i mean yeah. consultant bung you out free yeah, got turning yeah, van. yeah 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 i'll fix it for you john don't right. don't do nothing just give me the money um so one of his clients at disco bay apparently called him up and said we're very upset we've been to the planning department and we want to develop you know another three billion acres of of, of land on Landtown. they're being very unpleasant and according to reports in the press so they can't be true um cy said uh, don't worry son i'm the chief executive i can fix this for you so he's asked about that and he says it's that same silence again. I should get For, a recording of that sound yes, effect. Yes, that, that <laughs> silence is a very, very um, prominent uh, thing. Uh, uh, so in, out of the black hole comes nothing, so people naturally suspect that all of that is true. Meanwhile, you've got this mounting scandal 
over at the uh, with lead poisoning in public housing estates. I know that nobody listening to this program knows a single person who's in a public housing estate because they're. What just... are you talking about? We're broadcasting from one. <laughs> But they're just, you know, people of the lower order, so it doesn't really matter. But, I mean, out of the black hole, instead of um, trying to fix the problem, we now have no less than three separate committees looking at it. Yeah. Apparently they don't overlap because one is trying to shift the blame to this person, one is trying to shift the blame to that person, and everybody's focused on making sure that nobody who's in charge has the blame. So that's all good. I mean, what is going on? What is what would you Adam and Eve it? That's all oh, I and, can and, say. Uh, well, and also just as a sidebar here, we've got um, we've got the the blokes who you complain to about police things, and you've got the independent blokes who you complain to about police things having a fight because it was an extension of the fellow's arm, and he gave the he gave the bloke a love tap with his uh, baton. We're, we're talking about Superintendent. Um, hang on, uh, Superintendent um, Chu King Wai, aren't we? Who who during the um, Occupy protests? Yeah. With an extension of his arm that happened to have a baton on at the other end of it, uh, knocked a passerby on the head rather severely in Admiralty. And the no, passerby he didn't at all. For some Steve, reason, watch the video, man. Oh, he didn't. He watch didn't. the video. He didn't. Okay, I take it all back. He was just back. patting him on the shoulder. He was patting him on the shoulder. Move I, along now. It's funny move how that now. could have been dis- dis- misinterpreted by the individual concerned, who had the temerity to complain. So he first of all complains to the cops that they go, um, something to do with travel. And, and then he goes to the so-called, what's it called, the Independent Police Complaints Commission, I believe it is, IPCC, yeah. uh, who, who, who have never ever, I mean, this is extraordinary. Do you know they've never found in favour of a complainant before? Really? When when it comes to a complaint about this, please, that's because they're independent. They're all appointed by CY Learn. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're all appointed by the chief executive, to be fair. So some of them are, are residues from other chief executives. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is they are all appointed by the chief executive. Even they, when they were asked to look again and, uh, at this, said, well, we looked again and we still think that he was bashed on the head. Uh, this is brilliant though can you imagine can you imagine the um, conversation steve because today's the fellow's last day but you know imagine in he goes to talk to the police commissioner and he says um he says uh mr chu you're a bigot yes sir i'm sending you to the special duties unit thank you sir (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i mean now 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 this is this is a bit um this is a bit of a housey father because now the chief executive, who happens to be the same person who comes out that black hole, Mr. Mr. C. Y. has to has to um, take their report because it's being made to him and say, "Well, I think you're right," or maybe he won't say that. Maybe he'll say, "I have never in my life protested against a democracy process uh, being bashed on the head." Incidentally, this bloke wasn't a protester at all. He just happened to be in Admiralty. Well, I think he was on his way home from work or some some other major offence. He was proceeding in a northerly direction. Yes, on a street while purposefully going in the northerly direction. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with that. I wouldn't hold your breath if you're expecting the chief executive to say that there is something wrong with a senior police officer. I mean, it's a superintendent. He's not exactly a, um, you know, a rookie. And and the IPCC, who are very, very, very obliging towards the police, have already said, oh, we don't find this a case of assault. We, we find this a case of unnecessary use of authority, which is a rather different matter. 
Now, you will notice that at the moment there's a lot of prosecutions coming forward arising out of the umbrella movement occupation. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. On, on other fronts. Um, uh, I don't think I've heard anything about a prosecution coming forward on this unnecessary use of authority, or indeed, in case anybody who's listening has forgotten, on the assault on Ken Chang, when he carelessly put himself underneath in, in front He'd of a whole, lot of, a whole lot of fists and battens, which yeah. was very careless of him, and, the, the, and the, I, 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 I'm expecting an apology from him any day now. The thing is... Uh, 15 years ago, this would have been as is, fait complete bye-bye. Now you've got good old Facebook and videos and stuff. I mean, look at the video. If it squeaks, it's a hamster. Yeah. It's that exactly. simple. Uh, exactly. I mean, both of these incidents, the Ken Jung uh, incident, the, um, the superintendent... Um, uh, I keep forgetting his name. Superintendent Chu's... Franklin uh, Chu. Uh, yeah. Both of those... Are on video. I'm hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've got a baton in my hand, and it's the extension of my arm, so I may well use it. Feed him to the pigs, Errol. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot, can you? So, I mean, all of this is going on, and meanwhile, um, what I like about the the reshuffle, and let's just come back to that at the moment. Apparently, I mean, the chief executive's office—they really are a piece of work. Um, and we, we shouldn't mention any names, so I'll do that later. Um, but the chief executive's office then sort of leaks out that, you know, well, you know, both of these two individuals, they were a bit, uh, you know, they weren't really up to the job. Poor performance. Chan Tuck Singh, you know, he didn't, he didn't relate to Which they you. shouldn't be sharing with us anyway. Well, they shouldn't be privileged. because there's no comment about this whatsoever. But, you know, if you want, if you want to know the real inside story... Uh, don't tell anyone, but do publish it in the newspaper, not up to their jobs. I mean, unlike, for example, Eddie Ng, the, the Secretary for Education, who's clearly up to his job, or, or, or Paul Chan, the very popular and erudite planning secretary who... who who's who's up to his neck. Who's up <laughs> to his neck and certainly does know about planning for his own family's developments. So whether he knows about planning for the rest of Hong Kong, we're not quite sure. So, I mean, if the, if the charge is incompetence... Um, I think two people going is is not quite enough, frankly. I think we could be doing with a few more than that. If the charge is uh, not pleasing the chief executive sufficiently, oh, that's a... St- but, I mean, you look who he's brought in. Feed you me look, grapes. <laughs> you look who he's brought in. I mean, I can't... You, you, you know, I'm almost speechless, but that doesn't sound good on radio, so I suppose I've better be speechful. He's brought in Lao Gongwa. Now, Lao Gongwa is a piece of work by any any stretch of the imagination. When he was a member of the United Democrats and then of the Democratic Party, he was very happy to stick with them until um, in 1991 he lost an election. And he said, I'll tell you what, I noticed the DAB's winning Boing. elections. I'll go Time and join then. <laughs> so he goes and joins the DAB. Yeah. And guess what? They put him up as a candidate. He climbs up the DAB tree. He then loses... Um, he, he went for one of the super seats. And the electorate, in ignorant bunch of you-know-whats, didn't, didn't, didn't do what they should have done, which was elect him. So he goes up to CY and he says, Oi, I didn't get elected. I need a job. He says, I'll tell you what, I've got just the job for you. You can become an undersecretary... You can become an undersecretary. So he becomes an undersecretary in the CY Loan Administration in 2012. 
and now he's a secretary, permanent secretary. He's he's on top of the tree. Um, we will now list out his many achievements. Oh. And, and <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I mean, of all the people he's chosen, and if the charge against Jandak Singh is that he failed to relate to youth, I mean, I, I quite like that. Um, I've failed to relate to youth in my time. You mean the as euthanasia? Well. Youth, yeah, youth. That's spelled why you. Yeah. Anyway, um, it, it, if that's the charge, it will be interesting to see how how Lao Kong Wa will um, manage to do it because he has this unbroken record for um, having an unbroken record. My headphones on the right way round, which I'm doing as we speak. Goodness me. <laughs> It's that technology that, that, that's very impressive. I wish it's I knew brilliant. how to do that. I sound in, I sound in, uh, anyway, what's going on? Where, where, where were we? Well, I can, can we just go back? And, and I mean, in, if you're bored, turn off by all means. But, but if you're not, um, we'll just go back to this whole business of the reshuffle because one of the most interesting aspects of this yeah. is what it tells you about CY's relations with the real people in his administration, indeed the real people in the pro-government camp. Because the pro-government camp is, of course, not a unified body. There's the usual bunch of shameless opportunists. To be fair, neither <coughs> of the other guys. No, 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 but, but, but what I'm saying is, I'm just looking at the composition overall. Sure, sure, sure. You've got, you've got the shameless opportunists who, 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 who were pro-British to a man Bra! and woman... Uh, you know, waving flags till till the cows came home, and then saw, hello, there's a new flag here, we'll wave that one instead. So you've got those people. You've got the people who are pro-government for a much more hard-headed reason. These are the people in the business sector, because they want to be close to power, and they want to be able to uh, influence decisions to make sure that ordinary people in Hong Kong don't get resources that, that they should be getting. And then you've got the true believers. I mean, there are. I, I, I can't overstress this. There is actually a large group of people, not very large, but a large group of people in Hong Kong who were loyal to the Communist Party before it became convenient to be so, who were members of the Communist Party. Surely they're the more believable people. <laughs> well, you would say. Now, now, the only one of those people who was actually in the administration was Jan Duk Singh, who, who, who was, from his school days... Uh, a communist. He he obviously was a member of the Communist Party because he was the editor of Dagong Pao, which is a Communist Party newspaper, so you don't need a PhD in working it out to know that relationship. But of course all these people deny that they are well, never mind about that, that's all you know, for the fairies. But the fact of the matter is that the loyal people from day one were not rewarded. They were aghast when um, the comrades up north said, we've decided after an election, <laughs> I laugh, um, <clears throat> that, that we'll have Tung Chi Wa as the first chief executive, because, of course, Tung Chi Wa comes from a Guomindang family. His, his entire family were supporters of the Guomindang, as was he. I don't believe that was a secret. That's the, my point. <laughs> it wasn't a secret That's at right. all. No, 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 not at all. But, but, but the point I'm making is that the only time at which they ceased to be Guomindang supporters was when Henry Fock brokered a deal with the comrades up north to save their shipping company. And they said, tell you what, we quite like the Communist Party now, and we'll have the money. Thank you. <laughs> so, you know, 
all these people who'd been toiling selflessly and in, in the case, of course, of Chandak Singh, actually served prison time under the Brits, were saying, hang about, hang about, this is now China, you know, re- returning to the, to the motherland under the rule of the Communist Party of China. How come we're out in the cold? And they were told, you wait, don't worry. We'll you, see, we'll, we'll you, see right. you right. But it's, it just doesn't look good now in 1997, 1998, because we're, we're playing a long game. I love so I they the way, wait. everything you say, sort of, we put on, it's like the sort of East End market. <laughs> Come on up, get <laughs> your chief executives free for a pan. Yes, I know, but isn't it just, isn't it? I mean, gangs work in very similar ways, in very similar and, but different contexts. Bung you out four years, my yeah, boy. Yeah, and don't you worry, we'll see you right, son. <laughs> so so that, that's what they were told. They were going to be seen right. And uh, they waited patiently, they waited patiently. And then they were absolutely appalled because the second chief executive, the one who came in to replace Tung Chiwa, was this well-known colonial retread, With a Donald Jung, Sir Donald, who... Incident, you can't be so done unless you've got a British passport. Anyway, we're supposed to not know any of this stuff because we're all supposed to not know anything. Um, and they said, what? What? You- <laughs> I thought you said our time was going to come. So they said, no, 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 we're playing a very long game. And because they're loyal <laughs> and because they understand discipline, the traditional communists were prepared to, to stick with the programme. So finally, they get rid of the colonial retread, they get rid of the KMT turncoat, and they get somebody in the shape of C.Y. Leung. And remember, he wasn't the first choice. They actually wanted to have, and you know... Little Henry. Little Henry. Well, he's quite tall Henry, actually. Quite tall Henry. Quite tall Henry, uh, <laughs> who, who, you know, spectacularly managed to self-destruct. Um, that was a long game. He did himself a favour. He did himself an <laughs> enormous favour. So, so they're, they're finally left with someone who is actually close and, and genuinely was part of the leftist camp before the handover. So they thought, well, OK, our time has come. He then appoints for the first time to the um, ministerial lineup a member of the party. Yeah. And um, we have a member of the party who's the chairman of LegCo, president of LegCo, to be more exact. No, et cetera, no, et cetera. no. No, it's, they happen to be brothers, so that that helps. Families. No, they're not, <laughs> as they used to say about the, um, no, sorry. the what's it family in Vietnam? Families that stay together, slay together. Um, so, so now you've got. They thought, hello, maybe our time has actually come. So, of the two people who were not sacked but removed, removed, um, one of them is the only remaining party member in the executive lineup. So. What do we know about all of this? What actually is going on? It's very hard because, as we were talking about earlier, there's this black box that surrounds the chief executive's office in Tamar. You don't quite know. I think what you know is that C.Y. Leung just likes people who are sort of beholden to him and so-so. I mean, you look at the ministerial lineup, and I'm going to challenge listeners. If you can think of three outstanding ministers in the current administration put it on a postcard send it to me and i'll send you a check because i don't believe that a very small one yes i don't believe it's doable 
I just don't think there is such a thing as three outstanding ministers in the current lineup. People who will say yes to see you alone, yes, you've got those. People who who sort of fuss around in the bureaucracy and don't do much, yes, you've got those. People who have learned to keep their mouth shut, and it's invidious to mention Carrie Lamb's name in this context, so I won't, uh, etc., etc. So there you are. It's a bit confusing, isn't it? It's a bit confusing. So... It's very clear as the nose on your face that CY wants a second term. In no, office. no, absolutely no. no. Sorry, I've got no, that he doesn't. wrong. Have I got no. that wrong as well? Have no. I got that wrong as well? He said he doesn't. He said he's not. No. Well, no, actually what he said is I'm too I'm busy doing... I'm not thinking about it. Yes, I'm, I'm not doing thi- livelihood I, issues. I, I'm, I'm busy. I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy. Doing I'm busy. I can't be thinking about that. But I did go up to Beijing the other day and I can tell you... And in fact, I'm going to tell you one time, then I'm going to tell you another time, then I'm going to tell you five when times. When the time is right. That, no, how good a job I was told I was doing. It's funny, the person who said he was doing such a great job didn't actually mention it in public at all. But CY reported in reported speech. So again, it must be true. It was in the newspapers. So it must be true. Okay. Well, you lost me about 10 minutes ago, but it's brilliant listening <laughs> to what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost myself. But the fact of the matter is, I, I'm really now quite intrigued as to what's going on. Duh, duh, so you've duh, got duh, this, yeah. this, you've got the traditional leftist camp who thought their time had come with the um, appointment of C.Y. Leung. And it's very clear that their time has not come. They've even appointed to head the DAB now somebody who is very unlikely to have been a long-term... Well, first of all, she's too young, yeah, but, but very young. unlikely to have been a long-term um, Communist Party member, that the DAB is increasingly becoming simply a job conveyor belt. Join the DAB, you get onto a district council, you become a this, you become that. They've got lots and lots of money to, um, to, to pay people. So it, 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 its ideological tinge, if you like... Has, has more or less gone. You know, it's, it's just a machine for people who are politically ambitious. But yet you still do have these people <coughs> in Hong Kong who have a genuine belief in the Communist Party, in, in the sort of ideas that um, uh, people in China have long, long since stopped believing in because the Communist Party in China, of course, is the ultimate job machine. You just don't get a job unless you're a member of it. Yeah. So, you know... I, all, all I'm saying is, is if you want to be confused, come and look at the Hong Kong political system, but more particularly, look at the leadership system, because it ain't clear at all what's going on there. Well, if I suppose it will become clear at some time. I don't know when that will be. People are saying that this indicates there's a punch-up at high levels. Well, that, that, that's... A, <coughs> I have no idea, but, uh, you know, that just exacerbates everything you've been talking about, yeah. if that's true. I mean, I, I think that... Um, What's interesting about the so-called pro-government camp is that, that some of the wilier members of that camp are very, very busy at the moment distancing themselves. Again, it's invidious to mention Regina Ip's name in this uh, regard, but here's an immensely, immensely I think ambitious is the word woman. you're looking for. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. All right, I'll use it next time. But it could be. But the fact of the matter is that you notice now that she loses no opportunity, even though she's a member of Exco to sort of trot out of meetings and go, well, you know, I don't quite agree with that. I may say this. This isn't right. That isn't right. So she's clearly positioning herself as one foot in the camp and one foot in her own camp, which is where it always was in the first place. But you've also got the Liberal Party in the shape of James Teen, who, who is now very open critic of the, of the chief executive and mocks him on his Facebook page. 
apparently that's the coming thing, Facebook. You heard yeah. it here first. And um, you've got other people in the so-called pro-government camp who are going, yes, we fully support CY Leung, and then there's a but. And there's lots of that going on at the moment. Yeah. The only people who maintain discipline, and they do, because they don't publicly criticise him, is the DAB. But let's see how long that lasts, when, when their own people <coughs> are being treated so shabbily. And, and Lao Kong Wah, I know, is a member of the D- DAB and has been promoted, but nobody seriously believes that he has any ideological views whatsoever. Mm. Time for a listener feedback moment. Good God. Angie, she says the ICAC security have been acting weird too, uh, as at the back of the ICAC building we have a dog park. The dog park is run by the LCSD, but that doesn't stop the ICAC guys walking and checking on us doggy folk every 30 minutes. That's it, then. That that is a bit weird. That's all. That's it. What are they doing with the dogs? They're hounding them. Or or can we... Oh, no! (laughs) Oh, no! Time to go. Bye, Steve. (laughs)